Dads. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I am your co-host, Joe Lopez, and with me, as always, is my dry-hopped co-dad, Jared Chismansky. Jared, how are you? Good. I am I am good. I'm tired. It's been a, it's been a long couple of weeks. I'm, I'm looking forward to... Um, so we get like a Christmas break at work. Um, mm-hmm. so I ha- actually have a couple extra days to take off too. So I'm going to be off not next week, but the week after. So I only have to really make it through one more wor- work week and then I'm, uh, Oh, nice. And then I'm home free until the, until the new year. So dang, that's awesome. Yeah. We, uh, we had a little bump up, uh, it's, I was doing a project and, um, our CEO came in and it was the project was supposed to be for February and he said, no, he needed it before Christmas so that he could marinate on it. So, um, our timeline went from two months to two weeks. So that was, that's a lot of fun. That's a lot of fun. So it's been, it's been a long, long week at work. That sucks. And it's only Tuesday. It's only Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm ready for, I don't even get like vacation you know days off for for i mean we get christmas off but i took christmas eve off and and that's it you know just christmas eve huh? longer than that yep retail so man it's not for that. everybody it's not it's not i mean it helps being in an office a corporate office that's a little bit better that's true but. at least you're not in the store like slinging dog food on uh on those days yeah yeah that would be a little awful i've done it before and it's fine but I mean, the stores are closed on Christmas, which is nice. And, uh, you know, we have, like I said, Kayla and I both have Christmas off, but we both also took off Christmas Eve. So nice. Nice. Yeah. I, uh, Katie, obviously with school gets, gets those couple of weeks off and, you know, pandemic wise, we're not going anywhere. So it'll be a nice couple of weeks just to hang out at home, do nothing, relax. Um, Mm -hmm. the nice thing, like, so when I think about it, we've been at home for so long, right? With Ben, but right. it's so nice to not have to worry about work and watching mm-hmm. Ben at the same time. Like, yeah, Katie and I could, if he's taking a nap, it's not like, okay, he's taking a nap. I got to go, you know, get work done while he's sleeping, that kind of thing. Or like, Hey, I need you to watch him so I can go on a conference call. It's just relaxing, hanging out. You know, it's so much easier, uh, especially with both of us home and free. I mean, that'll be, it'll be really nice. Oh yeah. That'll be awesome. That will be awesome. In a couple of weeks, we'll have to do an actual uh, like holiday special. Ooh, that's uh, a good point. I uh, we should start we should start planning out how we're gonna do our our holiday special. We'll talk about we can talk about like what kids were or what kids what <laughs> gifts we're getting our kids. Hopefully, we're not getting any more kids. What <laughs> gifts we're getting our kids? Uh, what gifts we're getting? Well, we can't we can't specifically say what we're getting our spouses because obviously they listen right. to the podcast, but uh our kids don't listen yet so we can we can talk all we want about it exactly they don't know any different no they don't they'll have no idea they'll have no idea yeah definitely um how was your weekend you know it was good it was good uh we it was our first weekend after you know um we had a busy thanksgiving so it was nice to just Mm kind of hang out and relax um, I had, like I said, I had a lot of work to get done. So I actually ended up working a little bit this weekend. Um, I returned my cans finally, uh, <laughs> finally. Oh my God. It's been so long. So I think I told this story before, but before we moved in the house in April, the pandemic started like middle of March when we moved right. in April, I had like a month's worth of cans and I was like, Oh, I can't get rid of that. Like it's a month's worth. Like that's maybe 10 bucks 
it wasn't. <laughs> um, so I was like, I can't get rid of it. So I actually brought the cans and bottles from the apartment to the house, which was the right. dumbest thing I've ever done because then they closed, they had already closed off bottle returns and they left them closed until like October, right. which is just ridiculous. So, um, the other week, like two weeks ago or two and a half or three weeks ago, I went through, um, all of the bottles and cans we had in the basement and it was a lot and I put them all in garbage bags so I had five garbage bags of cans and I have three garbage cans or three garbage bags of bottles okay yeah. so I was like alright I'm gonna I have to do these separately so I brought five garbage bags of cans and I didn't want to bring mm-hmm. all five in at a time so I brought three in right. the first trip did, returned them all went back got to two more bags returned all those I ended up getting $35 worth of, can, Holy worth of cans cow. Yeah, it was nuts. It was absolutely nuts. Uh, wow. And then I was in Meyer, so I just spent more than that. I ended up spending like $20 <laughs> on top of my can returns on just random things at Meyer. so. Nice. Nice, Yeah, nice. it was pretty good. It was pretty good. How about you? How was your weekend? Uh, it was crazy. Uh, it was a whirlwind of a weekend. Um before you before uh, you before you jump in you would know about joe's weekend if you're following us on instagram at big dad energy pod because joe insta (laughs) storied his whole weekend i did i did um so we'll move into a tool time segment and talk about what i did this weekend my goodness um we put insert the random tim allen noises here right that's not it that was close (laughs) kevin's gonna tell us how good you were uh tomorrow it'll be great oh did you before I get into this, have you heard about his new show, Tim Allen's? Okay, so I was sent this article today. So I, he is he does this this show, Last Man Standing, right? That's what it's called. Yeah. Did he hire himself as a guest actor on his show? He did. Tim the Toolman Taylor is gonna be on Last Man Standing. What? What? Yeah, and I don't watch the show, but I might watch this episode. I don't. I don't know. I. That is that is one of the craziest things. He's hiring himself as a contractor in his own home. Yeah, it's it's gonna be great. Is it? I think. I don't is know. it? Maybe maybe it'll also cross over with Christmas and Santa Claus will come crashing through the <laughs> chimney. Imagine <laughs> imagine if the Santa Claus came crashing through. It's just Tim <laughs> Allen all over the place. Oh, that'd be great. What an episode. <laughs> One for the ages. Yeah. But anyway, um, we did the backsplash in our kitchen. So we did a subway tile black backsplash. Um, and uh, I've never done tiling before at Ooh. all. So I called up old Joe Ruttinger, the father-in-law. And uh, he's like, yep, I got a buddy with a tile saw. Let's do it. Wow. So, yeah, I went and I got the... Uh, the thin set, which is a cement that holds the tile in place, mm-hmm. and the tiles and some black grout, and we knocked it out. And uh, it took all day to put the actual tiles up on the wall, which isn't a big space, but it was just, you know, mixing the grout, getting it. What we did was we actually did individual tiles because I have a lot of outlets that aren't even in my kitchen. Okay. So you can't really like slap a whole, you know, sheet of thin set up um, because Joe would have to cut tiles different ways to make sure that they would fit correctly. Uh, And we just didn't want that stuff starting to dry out. So we did that and it was 
uh, fun adventure. Uh, I'm glad I that take, I learned it. I must have taken forever. Now that I'm thinking about like having to do little swatches of thin of thin set on the wall, put the tiles up, another little swatch, put the tiles up, then you know cut around the outlet, then do it again. You know that kind of stuff. That must take forever. Yeah, yeah. So that's where we just eventually did one tile at a time, like. Oh my gosh! It. Yeah, slapping it up, and then uh, there was one section where we could just like slather the wall up in thin mm-hmm. set and put the tile up, and then you know you put in the spacer so that yep. everything's evenly distributed. I uh, uh, Katie wants to do the same thing to our kitchen, so I have watched like four different uh, hardware YouTuber videos about how to how to tile. Um, yeah, so I uh, I know the general principle of it. Execution wise, I would be terrible. I I don't think I have the patience to do it, and I'm really ugh. like I keep that's one of the projects that I keep putting off for her she like hasn't right. even asked about it i'm just like yeah we'll get to it in a year or two or you know when when we get to it we'll get there yeah and it's uh it it was fun like because it wasn't a hard task right it's not it's not yeah. hard because you're just doing it and it's not like painting where you have to be like super super cautious because that stuff kind of really just wipes off like right the thin set you get it re-wet and it just wipes right off same with the grout so it was just kind of tedious working on it, but Saturday we we laid the tiles with thin set, and then Sunday we came back and we grouted, and it looks great. It's does uh, it? Yeah, it's like a subway. The picture tiles. looked we really white, nice. Yeah, we have white tiles with black grout or charcoal grout. Um, it was really nice, and I did it all for like right around sixty bucks, which was wow, awesome, wow. Yeah, that might be the cheapest home reno either of us have done yet. Yeah, it was the, I mean, I bought cheap tiles, right? I didn't mm-hmm. need anything too crazy fancy because they're just flat white. Right. Well, porcelain, but, you know, they're they're not beveled. They don't have any designs on them. Right. Um, they're 15 cents a tile. So I got wow three boxes of 100 for like 45 bucks. Um, you have a really big that, kitchen too. Like, I don't yeah. think people understand uh, from the pictures, but your kitchen's big. It's got a lot a of counter kitchen. space there. Yeah. And uh, so we got the tiles, and then the thin set was like, I don't know, 15 bucks or so, and then yeah. the grout was like 15 bucks. And we only used two boxes of tiles, so I have a full box that can go back. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it was it was really great. And it was something I was really like happy to learn. You know, yeah. I've something I've never done before, so... So I just figured let's uh, let's give it a whirl, and it turned out great, and Kayla really loves it, and it's it's really like the nicest room in the house now. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, the pictures looked great. I that is one of now that now that I know how inexpensive it is to do, like mm-hmm. that's that's such a great home run. I would and it ups the ups the look of the house. I mean that that's really good. That's awesome. Yeah, when you want to do it, let me know, and yeah. I can either help or give you some equipment. I have I had to buy a fifty pound bag of thin set, and we oh. use like ten pounds of it nice uh tom has a uh tom has one of the super uber fancy tile cutters the diamond with water whatever whatever it takes um so he always is bugging me to do tile work because he bought it and doesn't use it (laughs) so he's always like you gotta just do tiles you know yeah i have the cutter we can just cut them and i'm like well i don't i don't really don't need to do the tiles (laughs) but i yeah i guess um it was yeah and and that's what joe had too and it worked wonders mm. all right uh, well and katie's it, gonna listen to this tomorrow and then i'm going to be hearing about it for the next i don't know 
here. Yeah, so it's only a weekend, and you really just you just got to do it. And I, Kayla, and I've been talking about it for a while, and I finally was like, "All right, I'm just gonna buy the stuff, and we're just gonna do it." Would and it be easier if the oven wasn't there? Because I saw you had to like pull yours out and stuff. Yeah, so we pulled the oven out, and we just tiled basically just right in line with mm-hmm. where we were tiling. That's also what helped was my whole kitchen is the space we were tiling was a foot tall. Oh, like um, perfect all the way around, a foot tall. All the way around. I mean, there's a little spaces here and there that tiles needed to be cut a little bit. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a foot tall all the way around. It was 27 square feet. So oh, that's it was, perfect. Yeah, it was pretty easy as far as that. We didn't have to do any crazy cuts or any mm-hmm. weird um, fractions of tiles. So, yeah, we uh, Katie wants to paint our cabinets. So her de- okay. her she has this whole kitchen design in her head, um, and it's she wants to paint the cabinets either white or gray, like a dark gray. Yeah. And then she wants to do the tile black backsplash, um, mm-hmm. and then she wants to do the floor. And I don't know what she wants, what color she wants to do the floor, but. After doing the bathroom yeah. floor, I'm not in any rush to tear up laminate and put, <laughs> put more things down. That was that it scarred me for for life. Right. Huh. Well, get on it. Do yeah, a I know backsplash. It. I know it. So I had a little tool time of my own this weekend. Um, okay. Very very minor compared to yours, but uh, <laughs> I we had to purchase a deep chest freezer. Um, mm. and it's not super big. It's, uh, it's like a skinnier one, like maybe two feet by two feet, uh, okay. but four feet tall. So like pretty tall and, and narrow. Um, mm-hmm. but we haven't had freezer space for like two months. We like had to take the ice maker out. We had to take all of our food out because Katie has been freezing breast milk mm-hmm. and we ran into the, we were freezing breast milk before we realize we are going to be home for like a really long time and we can feed right. Ben all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. So we have just an inordinate amount of breast milk. We have breast milk all the way back to September. Um, so oh, we wow. had to buy a deep freezer to keep all this breast milk <laughs> because we were, we were like, all right, we cannot keep filling our freezer with breast milk and not have right. any food in there. We have to eat something. <laughs> uh, so it wasn't, it wasn't super expensive. Um, uh, it was much less than what you'd think a, a deep freezer was, maybe like 150 yeah. bucks. Um, oh yeah. And then, uh, and it fit. I mean, it fits perfectly. In our, it just goes in our basement. And the nice thing now too is like, if we do want to have more things other than breast milk, like now we have a deep freezer. Right. Yeah. We have a we have a deep freezer too, and it's full of all sorts of stuff: meats and cheeses and breads and whatnot. Ah, <laughs> uh, bread. I um I don't know if I've ever told you this, but my family, uh, when they came over from Italy, started a bakery in uh, Saginaw, and oh. that bakery still is still there. Um, my direct family is not necessarily involved with it anymore, but like one family removed, right? Like great great okay. a- aunts and uncles run it, um, and their kids. And if you've ever seen a Tony's restaurant um, on seventy five going north, uh, there's one in Birch Run. And you buy the bread okay. from there. That's my family's bread. Oh, nice. So it's this big thing. But the problem is they made it with no preservatives. And it oh, still geez. doesn't have any preservatives. And Katie and I forgot that. And last time we brought home three loaves. But there's the two of us. Like, it can't just eat three loaves of bread. And we right. forgot about the no preservative things. And we opened 
the third we ate two loaves and we opened a third loaf and it had molded all the way through and we had forgot oh, about it but we couldn't even we couldn't even think to freeze it because we had no room in the freezer right <laughs> that happens so that now i'm gonna have to just takes over uh, now i'm gonna have to go buy like uh like five loaves of bread and just keep it in the freezer right exactly uh, so other than this oh before i before i move on we are looking to get rid of all this breast milk that we were talking about because we're still making more and we're not using it and it has to get used in six months so if there oh, is a yeah. listener of big dead energy in the southeast michigan area that is looking for breast milk or would like some we are happy to donate um so just uh reach out to us on our social media or through the email and uh and we'll get back to you it's awesome um so before we leave tool time are you doing anything this winter you got any big winter projects planned boy do we um the next big project and joe and i have been talking about it for a while is finishing the basement um yeah so i have walls up like studs to block in our washer and dryer and make a laundry room Mm -hmm. um and then from there, what we'll do is pour leveling cement down. We have asbestos tile on the floor right now, so we no. kind of just want to get it covered. Yep. Um, pour leveling cement, let it kind of work its way out, and then put up walls in in there and just do like a, uh, a basic laundry room and then actually finish the rest of the basement, do leveling cement, some sort of flooring, yeah. whether it be like an epoxy flooring or just uh, click together paneling or you know tiles mm-hmm. or whatever it might be and then do drywall and add a bathroom down there oh so nice that's the goal this winter we'll see if it actually happens are you gonna uh, actually have your own office downstairs maybe we'll see if not it'll at least be a bigger space for cora to play at that's true we uh yeah. we just recently started using our basement more like that uh, obviously ben's not big enough to like move around and play with things yet mm-hmm. but um we moved the TV from our bedroom down here to the basement um, because I work down here a lot. So Katie likes to just come down and play with Ben while I'm working at my desk. Uh, gotcha. So we've, we've started to do that too. Like we'll br- we brought uh, a few of his mats down here and, and some toys and stuff. And uh, it's just nice to have a second area. Like, Hey, we don't feel like, you know, especially in this pandemic where we've been sitting in the same spots on our couch. Right. You know, uh, it's just nice to come down and be like, Hey, now we have a second place to hang out and it feels different. Yeah, definitely. So we'll see what what we're gonna do. We, I mean, that our basement's not giant. It's like you know, because the laundry room will take up a section, and then sure. the furnace and water heater are right in the middle of our basement. So we have to like we can't Ooh. move it. Like in the yeah. middle, like in the center of it. It is like literally in the center of the basement. Oh, um, that's so odd. it's not gonna. Be, yeah, it's not gonna be the nicest finished basement, but yeah, if well. we can get it finished enough, we'll have it either be like another living space, and I would like to maybe put some sort of bar down there, but we'll see. That'd be awesome. Um, yeah, but definitely want to get another bathroom added down there. Yeah, I don't. We've talked about doing another bathroom, so people can't see because I, obviously this is a podcast. But directly behind me, there's some space here next to our washer dryer that we could put like a small toilet sink and just have like a half bath down here. Right. Um, but then there's you know there's a lot of other things that go into that the piping and the drainage and stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, since we're in tool time, our drains run above, uh, like they run through the ceiling of our basement. Like the drainage does so we'd have to get a sub pump that pumped into that right. to go out of the house and that would just be 
extra complicated and i actually don't know if that's up to, if we would be able to do that with code and stuff like that so right Ooh, that's a bummer yeah ours there was a bathroom in the basement at one point in time and it's all been capped off so hmm. i just got to figure out how to uncap them and get the pipes working again just take a saw to it that's what i would say <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'll be good yeah whatever what could go wrong exactly well, awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, the next thing I want to talk about on this podcast, because I don't know if you can tell from my voice or general demeanor, but I am exhausted. Oh, uh, boy. And you know that my son is not not the world's best sleeper. He just never has been. But we like got to a good point in the last, I would mm-hmm. say, like three weeks, maybe a month now it's been, where he'll fall asleep until like 2 o'clock in the morning uh, before right. he wakes up for the first time. So like I was getting a decent like three, four hours of sleep. And I was like, hey, that's a good chunk of time. If I can get three, four hours and then another maybe three hours on the other end, like that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, well, all that has gone out the window. It's all been shot mm-hmm. down. Uh, we have hit a some sort of three-month sleep regression uh, where he has now decided that he's going to wake up every three hours, uh, sometimes mm-hmm. every two hours, and in the case of last night, every hour. Yeah. So I, I think we think he's teething cause he's, uh, he's sticking his hands like all the way in his mouth. Now he won't take a binky anymore because he doesn't like them anymore. Um, okay. and then he's sticking his hands like all in his mouth and like touching his mouth and rubbing his face and, uh, mm-hmm. his stomach's been upset for like a week straight. So we're, we're pretty sure he's teething. Uh, if not, he's just going through some kind of growth spurt. That's, that's another one of those crazy ones. Right. So, so I need you to help me because I know that Cora wasn't the world's best sleeper either. So I need you right. to help me. How do I get my kid to sleep? Oh, boy. Uh, that's a good question. Um, Cora doesn't sleep still either. So it, <laughs> I, I don't know. She's always been the worst sleeper. Um, Ben's just over three months, right? Yeah, just over three months. Three and a um, half, maybe. So at four months is when Cora started rolling. Mm. And with big milestones and brain development comes lack of sleep and part of that sleep regression. So he might be starting to get to that point where his body's just ready to start to get mobile. You know? he, he has, I will say, um, he started to figure out when we do tummy time, if he grabs onto the mat he's, and like flails, he doesn't know how to crawl or anything, right? But he knows if right. he grabs onto the mat and flails, he can move. So he okay. started to figure that out, um, but he he hasn't tried to roll at all. He just sits there. He hasn't tried to roll at all. Right. So we, we now, do you, demo- like, do you demonstrate for him? So I uh, just recently, like within the last two days, started like showing him, hey, look, when I roll you to your back, that I move your arm and then roll you over. When I roll you yeah. from your back to your stomach, I move your arm and then I roll you over. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping that like he picks that up. I'm, I'm telling you, get a blanket. Do the bowling ball, like <laughs> one of these. Yep. Where you clean the bowling ball. Do you put him on his back or his stomach when you do that? Uh, with Cora, what I did was I put her on the stomach. You know, I didn't do it as vigorously. Oh, of course not. And, God, and- I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> i just imagine cora rolling like it's like she's in a washing machine oh my gosh and, uh, <laughs> so i did it both ways but i would do stomach and i would just kind of pick her up and just kind of like eh, and just start like letting her fall a little bit mm-hmm. and then she would just get the motion and then do it the other way so that her motion was like you know tipping so the she other could way. roll the other way yeah yeah, yeah. um 
but uh but yeah so right around there i mean that's kind of how we pushed her to start rolling was was doing that but she's never been a great sleeper i mean the first probably two to three months um to get her to fall asleep is it your ghost yeah i was (laughs) there was a ghost behind me i wanted to make sure that he wasn't interrupting the podcast (laughs) Um, he's not he's not a scheduled guest this week so not not yet maybe soon though yeah we'll see um to get Cora to sleep we actually had to bounce on a um exercise ball mm. for about 2 to 3 months and that's the only way she would fall asleep is holding her and bouncing on that yoga ball um so in the middle of the night she would wake up we'd have to pull a yoga ball out get a bottle and get her to go back to sleep um honestly the you know it's just really trying to find the what is quickest to get him to go back to sleep you know is it a bottle is it a binky is it Mm -hmm. being snuggled is it being rocked um you know there's there was a point in time where cora would just wake up we'd give her a bottle for like a minute and then she'd just roll over and go back to sleep and that's all it took oh wow Uh, now the kid gets (laughs) up at the past week has gotten up at 3 a.m almost like right around 3 a.m every night and is just ready to party oh like, my god wakes gosh. up and is like it's go time game time let's go yeah and so we rock her for a half an hour or so and it's like just put her in the bed like you're exhausted i'm exhausted mm-hmm. and then she just lays in our bed and like she i don't know if her hands look different in the dark <laughs> and just, she just stares at them yes so she one night she just stared at her hands and just kept flipping them to like and staring at the back of her hands and then oh my them gosh back. And then she would just smack us, and then just smack us while we're sleeping. <laughs> oh, that's really and, good. That's really good. Um, it's awful. And then you know she's mobile, so a couple nights I've just woke up and she's got her head facing our feet and her feet in our face, somehow and outside of the blanket. What? How? I don't know. Oh my um, gosh. So. <laughs> to answer your question long-windedly, you know, I don't have a good idea on how to get your kid to sleep. Because kids you don't know. sleep, except Jordan's kid. Except Charlie Charlie. Sleeps. Charlie's the best baby. He's the best boy. It's not even fair. Uh, we, um, uh, our recent acquisition, we bought a, a sleep suit. And it kind of goes, goes with my next question. My next question is how do you keep your kids asleep or get them to stay <laughs> asleep? Um, so we bought this, this sleep suit. Um, and basically DeRosha was actually here when we, when we unwrapped it, he goes, Oh my God, you bought a baby straight jacket. And I was like, yeah, it kind of is. It kind of <laughs> is. Uh, it, it basically is like this big padded suit. Like, do you know, okay. you remember those games when you were a kid, like the carnival games or you, ha- you like put on a Velcro suit and you jumped at a wall and stuck to the wall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's like that without the Velcro. Okay. So it's like this big padded suit, um, and what it's what it does is basically like makes moving him easier, and then also keeping him asleep easier. Because if he flails, he doesn't like kick the bed or like bounce the bed or anything. He like moves in soft pillowness, right? Mm. So it's supposed to okay. keep him asleep and like help him get to sleep faster. Um, and so 
it definitely got him to sleep faster. The first night I put him in it, uh, I held him for like 10 minutes just in my arms and I have to do the same thing. We don't have a, we don't have a, a yoga ball. Um, yeah. so what I do is I just like bounce on the balls, of my feet for a little bit, um, until my calves get too tired. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have great calves by this, by the time the kid's <laughs> like a toddler, I tell you what. Um, so I'll bounce him up and down a little bit and it, I put the sleep suit on it. I bounced up and down for like five minutes. He fell asleep. I sat down on the rocker for another five, make sure he was like out. And I put him mm-hmm. in his crib and he slept. But uh, he slept for like maybe four hours that night. And I was like, oh, that's pretty good. But I'm a, I, now I don't know because he hit his regression that same day. Like it, they coincided with each other. So I don't right. know what he would have slept um, if if I didn't if we didn't have the suit. But that's kind mm-hmm. of the the newest thing we're trying is, is trying to get him to to sleep in that. But the problem is when he starts rolling, he won't be able mm-hmm. to sleep in that anymore because it like keeps his arms out like this. It's not like yeah. super forceful, but it keeps his arms like outwards. Um, yeah. and it and it would prevent him from rolling. So if he does end up rolling over, it would be really hard for him to roll back. So we can't keep him in it. So yeah, this is a short term solution for us. Is he is he in a crib or you guys have him in a? So when we bought the suit, we said we we're going to we we're going to do the crib cuz like if we're going to have the suit, then we're going to then we don't have an excuse to like put him in the bed anymore. Uh so mm-hmm. Monday and yesterday, so today's Tuesday. So Sunday night and Monday night, he slept in the crib. Uh last night at at like three o'clock in the morning, I put him in the bed uh cuz Katie's been sleeping on the couch uh mm-hmm. for so weird thing about not it's not that weird but you can't sleep in your stomach when you're breastfeeding because it'll uh it'll clog your ducts and katie is a stomach sleeper and when she's in Uh, the bed she can't keep herself from rolling onto her stomach she just has tried pillows and everything to try and keep herself from from rolling onto her stomach and she just can't she just will fight through it in her sleep uh but on the couch she stays on her side because like there's not a lot of room to roll on the couch right um so she's been She's been trying, but now that Ben is going back in her crib, she's decided that she's also going to teach herself not to roll onto her stomach. Uh, okay. So we we're we're doing a crib. Th- we're doing the crib thing, um, mm-hmm. and then we're doing the sleep suit thing. But last gotcha. night he was just so bad. Like it was he woke. So he went to bed at he fell asleep too early, which happens. He fell asleep mm-hmm. too early at like five thirty. And then he woke up at 9.30. So that's like four hours. And if he had fallen asleep at like 8, that's a good amount of time because then he wakes up about 12.30. Not that big a deal, right? Well, he woke up at 9.30. And then he woke up again at 10.30. And then he fell asleep to like 1.30. And then he was up at 3.30, 4.30, 5.30, Wow. And it was like, oh, this... It hasn't been that bad, I swear, since like the first month. Yeah. Is he eating every time? Yeah. Oh, wow uh oh well some because it was every hour the ones where it was just an hour before he didn't eat um right but if it was like an hour and a half or something like that like yeah let's let's try and feed him and get him back to sleep um yeah but he's also now that katie so katie has gotten to breastfeed him now which is awesome um he's finally like learned how to breastfeed which is great but on the other hand he like uses the breast as a pacifier now right so he like uh he will just use it you know he'll he'll eat right so he'll be like yeah Yeah. i'm hungry and then he'll just fall asleep after like two minutes once we started feeding cora more hefty food she started sleeping a little bit heavier Mm. 
Um, but she said she we stopped breastfeeding at five months. Okay. Or breast milk. Kayla yeah, didn't breast really milk, breastfeed right. too much. Um, but we started like transitioning her onto solids right around that time, like with mm-hmm. baby oatmeal and things like that. Um, yeah, and, I think our target, uh, just... our target date for solid food, I think is six months. So gotcha. not that I want to survive the next two and a half months off no sleep, but he was right. sleeping like last month he was sleeping pretty good, mm-hmm. um, off breast milk. Now, the other thing is we were, we were talking about this. We don't know. We can't monitor how much food he's getting from the boob now, right? Like right. before, we it was, every bottle was three ounces. He was getting three ounces. He was drinking three ounces. Um, maybe three and a half or four if he really was hungry. Now we have no idea how much he's getting from the boob. Right. So we just it could be that too that like now that he's breastfeeding almost exclusively, mm-hmm. he could just be going through. It could just be a hellstorm of. Hey, he's going through a leap. He might be teething and he's also getting different food than he, you know, different amounts of food than he was before and he's not used to it. So, right. Oh, for sure. I bet. I mean, I, it's definitely a mental leap. I would say that that month that he's in right now is, I think, kind of across the board is like one of the big milestones, right? It's right when like mm-hmm. rolling generally happens. So it's right. him getting used to his body and getting used to moving around. When we moved Cora to the crib, um, we still swaddled her. Were you swaddling him? Still? I wasn't. I I hadn't been swaddling him since maybe a month and a half because he uh, okay. he's a starfish sleeper. Uh, yeah. So he doesn't like when I would swaddle him. It actually would hinder him because then he would mm-hmm. kick his feet to try and get out of the swaddle. Gotcha. Um, so because he likes to just sleep starfish, right? So right. Um, but this sleep suit, it's designed to like make them starfish. So he, I think that helps. Yeah, I think that we have two of those. Mm-hmm. And then there's um, another one Katie wants to get for when he does roll over. That it's like a half swat where he can roll like in it, but it also like doesn't let his legs go too far. I don't know. We we have huh. to talk more about that one. Interesting. Yes, but he's. You can also tell he loves to sleep on his stomach. So when he can roll, I he's gonna sleep so much better because he can sleep on his stomach. And yeah, and at least that's the hope, right? I say that now, and then right. we're gonna come back and like after Christmas, he's gonna be rolling. I'm gonna say, Joe, he won't sleep. <laughs> exactly. Um. So I mean, honestly, really, the only thing I could tell you is, you, some one day something's gonna click, and it's gonna be, um easy for you all to kind of work with that clickiness of him like something's going to click with him with like oh i only need to wake up once a night Mm -hmm. again or something a routine's going to come up with you and katie where it just kind of clicks like all right i'm up at one you know that first time yep and you know if it's if i'm there a half an hour and it's too much just kind of be aware of it and let's tag out and you know do that whole tag out routine still yeah, it's actually it's especially hard on Katie because she's still pumping, right? And she's also, right. you know, with the breastfeed, we're trying to get him to breastfeed exclusively, right? So it's she's doing double duty in the middle of the night where she, if he's not awake in time for her to pump, she has to wake up and pump. Right. And then if he wakes up like an hour after she pumps, she has to wake up and feed him again. Mm-hmm. So 
uh, it's it's especially hard on her. So that might be another thing. We'll give it a few more days, and then maybe we'll switch to uh, hey, overnight you're just gonna pump. I'm just gonna bottle feed them, and then we'll we'll go from there and see if that yeah. that goes back to fixing it. For sure. I I mean that's what we've always done every night when she wakes up is give her a bottle, mm-hmm. and you know at least you know it's it's that way you can at least tell that he's getting a hefty amount in his in his belly right Right. so maybe that's just what he needs is just more milk that he can't get um and then that way it's yeah i think we also might three might try and give him a give him a bottle before bed too so maybe if he gets a bottle before bed and then a bottle overnight he'll sleep a little bit better so yeah yeah we we give cora a bottle right now every night to like that's what will put her to sleep is a bottle like around nine nine thirty and she'll normally drink a full eight ounces and crash for about six yeah about six hours and then get up be ready to party for like an hour and a half to two hours she'll be awake which sucks an hour and a half to two hours at three in the morning oh lord it's so bad I don't know. Just like, I don't know what's worse, the every two hours or the big chunks. I I have to try and rough. like compare how tired I am when he's awake for because sometimes he he'll do that where he'll wake up for like an hour, um, and if it's worse when he wakes up for a big chunk of time or if it's worse when he wakes up, you know, for a bunch of small chunks of time, it all sucks. It just all sucks. It does, and basically when she's up, she'll wake up, start talking. And uh, and then we'll start getting angry and cry. Sometimes she'll just talk herself back to sleep. But uh, yeah. when she's up, she's ready to go. And because she's mobile when she's in our bed, right, and she's up for like right. an hour and a half, she's trying to get out of the bed because she uh. she knows how to do that. She knows how to slide off of our bed. She knows how to like get off of furniture. So she's like trying to climb over us to get off of the bed. Mm. so that's that's kind of what's rough and usually it's fighting her just telling her like cora you need to close your eyes it's time to go to sleep and she'll like start laughing or whatever yeah Uh, well she's starting to get to that she's starting to get to the age where she understands like that thought process right like oh i need to go to sleep right but also the age where she just does not want to exactly and then she'll eventually tire herself out or we'll have to get a whole like full eight ounce bottle and she'll just drink the whole thing and she'll fall back to sleep (laughs) it's like a miracle drug it really is it's ridiculous uh all right last question i have for you about sleep uh what is the best way to keep your cool when you're so exhausted i mean i i felt when he was doing this when he was first born i don't know if it was like the newness of him or like the fact that my body just got used to it but like when he was up every two hours i felt less tired than i do now when he's up uh like throughout the night so Mm -hmm. uh i think my body got used to sleeping again and now it's now it's terrible uh so how do you how do you keep your cool when you're when you're exhausted yeah so i have been blessed with lack of sleep my entire life Um, oh no i generally do not sleep a full night even before cora was born i didn't sleep a full night i'd get up once or twice a night and woke up at every noise oh wow um so i am always exhausted uh i'm a i'm a rock sleeper you and i are very different there <laughs> um i get 
frustrated with Cora at night because I am so exhausted and and that's what's hard is like it's very easily for me to just get frustrated and be like oh just like go to bed like you're so fr- like yep. I'm so upset with you um yeah I get that the the last week Kayla and I have kind of found the humor in it because she's up and she's like she's being really funny yeah. Like while she's in our bed, she's like that whole hand thing. Like she literally sat for five minutes and just looked at the palms of her hands and then just like flipped to the backside and <laughs> stared at them. And it's just like, you're so weird. Um, That's hilarious. And then, there, then there was one night where she just kind of decided she needed to sleep on me. So I l- laid flat on my back and Cora crawled on my chest like without a blanket on Mm -hmm. laid on her back and had half of her body on my chest underneath my chin so like my head (laughs) straight back she's on my throat and like her hips and legs are off of me on the bed um so we've just kind of like we've tried to tell her like go to sleep but we also just are like all right if you're awake at least you're fun like right screaming you're not being angry you're not crabby at all right yeah you're just blabbering and and talking and Mm-hmm. you know being a goofball um yeah but... i uh i have to find that that balance of sometimes he's awake and wants to go back to bed and then sometimes he's awake and he's awake right yeah. and for me in the middle of the night when i'm exhausted and not even really awake yet i have to to get better at, at realizing which is which because sometimes i'll rock him and then he'll get mad at me I'll be like, mm-hmm. well, and i'll get frustrated i'm like why are you mad like this it's bedtime and then i realize like oh no he's like He's awake. He wants to go. He he loves our Christmas tree. He loves looking at the Christmas tree like it's lights. Mm. And like he just wants to go out and look at the Christmas tree or he wants to go, you know, stare at the wall or, you know, things like that. So he's not uh, he's not ready to go back to bed yet. So I need to be better about about recognizing that. Yeah. And it's just hard. You know, I I get like I said, I get frustrated pretty easy, especially when I'm tired and I just want to sleep and she's just ready to go. You know, I think maybe part of it is maybe I just need to be better about, all right, she's asleep at 930. I'm not that tired, but maybe I need to go lay in bed and at least get some rest Mm -hmm. before she wakes up. Um, Yeah, that's a great point. I'm terrible at going to bed early. (laughs) I see the difference was I sleep through the night, right? So if I went to bed at midnight, Mm -hmm. I would sleep all the way till eight o'clock, not wake up a single time and be great. Feel, you know, feel great. Then not feel great. I've never felt great after sleeping, but, (laughs) uh, you know, I'd wake up and I I would be rested. I'd be able to get through a whole day. Um, and now, if he's falling asleep at six, which has been his normal pattern, like that's when he wants to put himself to sleep at night, which we need to like push that back and try and get him to sleep a little bit later. Uh, but if he's falling asleep at six and sleeping until like midnight, that's a good amount of time. I mean, that's six hours of sleep, right? Right. But if I go to bed at eleven and wake up at midnight, I'm gonna be extra tired. So I need to add some more hours on the front end to try and balance right. it out. Yeah. We're just getting old. We can't stay oh up my late. Gosh. I, it, this quarantine has done something to me because I, I stay up late. Like, and by <laughs> late, I mean, I stay up to midnight, but you know, even in college, uh, like I, around 11 o'clock, I would get tired even in college, like 11 mm-hmm. o'clock rolled around. I'm tired. Uh, so uh, this quarantine, I don't know. Maybe it's just being stuck in the house. I'm not going anywhere. Like my rhythm's off, but uh, right. my sleep schedule like adjusted from from like ten until six thirty to now I'm like midnight to nine. Right. 
Ugh. But now I don't have a sleep schedule because my sleep schedule is my son's sleep schedule. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and then I just drink a lot of coffee during the day. Yeah, I'm I think I'm at the point where I could drink a full pot of coffee and not know the difference. Oh god. Uh what's your typical coffee intake a day? All right. So, um I'll show it on screen but nobody can see it, but I have this Yeti. And I need to, I need to bring it upstairs. So I'm actually going in the office tomorrow. But I have this this uh 40 ounce Yeti, right? Okay. Uh so I'll drink if I'm at work, I'll drink one of these and then one afternoon cup of coffee. So this okay. is my morning cup, and then I'll have one like ten ounce cup of coffee in the afternoon, like one o'clock. Mm-hmm. If I, if I'm at home, I actually can sleep a little bit later. Um, if if you if Ben lets me, like this morning I was up at six and I didn't go back to bed. Um, but so I will drink maybe just uh, three like mugs of coffee, like regular size cups of coffee. Mm-hmm. But I'll have three of those. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm at about. I think I have generally two 10-ounce cups of coffee a day, one right around 8.30, 9 o'clock, and then another at like one thirty-two. in the I, afternoon. Uh, I'm, I've kind of become a coffee snob too. I don't oh, know geez. if it's the no sleeping kids or if it's I needed another hobby, but I, uh, I've kind of become a coffee snob, so I like buy really nice coffee. And now I look forward to drinking as much <laughs> of it as I possibly can. So, Oh, that's good. That's the one benefit of of no sleep is like, oh, well, at least now I get to at least now I get to drink as much coffee as possible. Right. Exactly. Um, All right. Well, before we get out of here, you wanted to do one more cool thing, right? Cool is in quotation marks. And I think I want to do this more often. Uh, So what I want to do is I want us to open up our Facebook memories and go as far back as we can on this day and just read the posts that we've posted of ourselves past okay um so i'm gonna i want you to go first uh, all right 11 years ago today on december 8th 2009 i wrote has to work in miss scrubs tonight sad face (laughs) (laughs) that is one of the most joe things i've ever heard in my life and but then there was a follow-up to that that says don't worry everyone i got to watch scrubs you just need everybody to know. You just needed everybody on Facebook to know that you got to watch Scrubs. It's okay. You got to watch Scrubs. It's important. It's important. It is. It is. Oh, that's really good. That's really good. Yeah. What do you got? All right. Here's mine. On this day, 12 years ago, on December 8th, 2008. Okay. Okay. I have to preface this. So Facebook used to give you like your name is when you would put a status, like you're doing something. So just take that into consideration. So, and I quote is it's a Monday and it sucked. (laughs) (laughs) And I used the wrong form of it's 2008 would have been freshman year of high school. So, or sophomore year, high school, sophomore year, high school. So, wow. Sophomore year, Jared was not having Mondays, nor was he paying attention to grammar. Oh, no. Well, at least we know 12 years ago on December 8th, it was a Monday. We learned something. It was a Monday. I'd beat the <laughs> snot out of that sophomore year, Jared. <laughs> you will learn uh, to use apostrophes. Anyway. That's good. Uh, this was fun. This was fun. I had some I had some good ones in there from not 12 years ago, but 
I'm actually really nervous on what we're going to get to if we keep doing this. I That's going to be I think we need to do it every week now. I I really really like it. It's going to be fun. I so as we do this and translating it back to Big Dad energy, as we go through these embarrassing memories, I can't wait to be able to watch these memories live with our kids. Like, oh jeez. I I don't have great memories of my own awkward face because I think your brain just intentionally blocks them out. It's like, "Hey, you don't need to remember that. You pass that on. You don't you don't need to remember right. that. You're okay." But we get to watch our kids go through awkward phases and that's going to be fantastic. Oh, that's going to be so good. When when this podcast continues on 13, 15 years from now and uh we got teenagers, it'll be great. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> Oh, man, teenager stories are going to be the best because they'll be able to listen to it. So when we bitch about Oof. them on, on the podcast, they'll be like, Dad, you were talking about me. I'm like, yeah, I was. Yeah, you yeah, suck. Yeah, I was. You <laughs> suck. Figure it out. Uh, well, let's wrap this thing up, huh? Yeah, let's get out of here. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, keep letting us know what you want to hear. We're going to keep, uh, we're going to keep giving you some dad things, whether it's advice, whether it's just questions or like today where we just kind of bitch and moan about not being able to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite. Yeah. Um, but yes, thank you again so much. We really, really appreciate everything, uh, that you guys are, are reaching out to us about. We appreciate all the support. Um, so keep it up. Thank you so much. Yeah. And if you haven't yet, please make sure you guys, uh, well, first subscribe or like whatever on whatever platform you're listening to. Just remind we're on every uh, single uh, podcast platform. Um, that's a tongue twister. Every single podcast platform. So if you want, to, if you're listening like on Spotify and you want to listen to Apple Podcasts or vice versa, whatever it is, you can find us in either one. So uh, feel free. Just if you do us a favor, like, subscribe, um, leave us a comment or a, or sorry, not leave us a comment. Leave us a review. Um, this isn't YouTube yet, uh, but leave us a review, leave us five stars. It just helps us get more discoverability, get more people listening to Big Dad Energy, uh, which is the goal for everybody, I hope. Uh, so, uh, Also, if you're not yet, follow us on our social medias. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Big Dad Energy Pod. Uh, we are starting to get a lot more active on our Instagram. We're trying to, to build that up a lot. So uh, toss follow there if you haven't yet. Uh, you'll see more stories like Joe's kitchen remodel and um maybe some more a little bit of live stories where we talk about what's going on in our days on our maybe our weekends and stuff like that so keep an eye out there for some more content and then um if you aren't following us on facebook just look up big dead energy and you'll you'll find us there uh so thanks again everybody for listening and remember click your tongs twice where you use them Yeah.